Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Patty Mara. In her coaching and her business, she is always looking for the shifting point, the piece of the puzzle that opens up a new level of results. Patty has had over 20 years helping companies and individuals take a fresh look at the way they operate. This unique insights helps her reach more full potential, enhancing the customer experiences and dramatically increasing their growth, customer retention, and profit. She is the author of Up Solutions, turning your dream team or your team into heroes, customers into raving fans, creator of the Up Solutions team success training and the business accelerator blueprint. Patty, thanks for being on Converge Coffee. How are you? I'm great, Sean. Thanks for having me. What a pleasure to meet you. It is too. We've we've had uh, we we're just talking about in the green room here. It almost seems like this is like a talk show um, of uh, jury duty in different companies or countries, not companies, countries, but also kind of like talking about um, podcasting, customer experience, and everything too. Just to kind of get the listeners know of like you, you just depth of knowledge. It's like it's a human behind this voice. It's a human behind each episode. Uh, with different things, but wanted to kind of like jump off at, right out of the gate is why did you sit, you know, set on your own with up solutions? What like inspired you? And then what were your, your learning lessons? All right. Well, so, um, I describe myself as a passionate advocate for, uh, locally owned businesses. And, um, you know, I find that, First of all, I think they're the they're the anchor or the grounding of local communities. If you have a healthy local business base, you have a healthy community. So, and a lot of them, I remember reading the E Myth uh, remastered a number of years ago that most business owners think what they sell is their business, instead of being aware of that their business is actually the value they create, the outcomes they create, and what they sell is a vehicle. For delivering that value. So, um, you know, kind of circling back up solutions, the idea with up solutions is for the owner and the full team to really pay attention to what value are they creating and what does the customer need that they may not even know how to ask for. The rule of thumb is that the customers don't know the questions to ask to make an effective decision. And if your team are not engaged, paying attention to who the customers are, what do they automatically know about them? What, what, you know, how can you guide them? How can you ask questions to help guide them to make a decision that's will may have the, be the best decision for what they're looking for uh, and then focus. That's the business that you're really in. So, you know, the full circle was the book itself was a 10 year labor of love. Um, in other words, I had it outlined for 10 years before I found the right um, ghostwriter to bring it to life. Uh, but it was, it really is in the whole idea of empowering both business owners and team members to step into that hero role, that what they do makes a difference. They have, a, they have an impact, there is a purpose, um, and that brings a whole business to life. I think the simplicity of how you, it shows you're expert in things in the sense of you've, you've built out a process. Like you build out processes already, right? With you said, Hey, I've already built out the outline of the book. I just need someone to go do it. You know, you know, Hey, I've got this book or I've got the solution. I just need someone to connect with. And I think that goes into of uh, the aspect of customer experience, 
<laughs> where you have already broken down the goals and the ideas and the strategy, built out the processes. And then it's like almost like how do you, you know, integrate a system into it? And so kind of going back from system back to strategy, it's more so of like, what are some key aspects of great customer experience? Mm, yeah, it's very good. Well, I think there are a couple of things. First of all, I think the business needs to understand what value is it they create. You really have to be clear. It's not what you sell. What you sell is a vehicle for creating value. So what value do you create? I, I work a lot. My, uh, my main target audience are actually independently owned pharmacies. And, you know, you would think in a pharmacy that you're dispensing medication. You're all about medication. But um, they, the pharmacies that are thriving, medication is just what brings patients in the door. What they're focused on is how do you help them live better lives? How do you help them be uh, healthier? How do you help them navigate the prescriptions that the doctor has prescribed? And are you making rec recommendations that patients don't even know to ask for? For example, you know, anytime you have a prescription for an antibiotic, the pharmacist or technician or cashier, somebody in the pharmacy should be recommending a probiotic. I mean, the research is 20 years. It's been 20 years out that, um, you know, if you're taking an antibiotic in order to have a balanced and better response from your body and not deal with side effects, you must be taking a probiotic. And yet I find a fraction of pharmacies are making that recommendation and patients have no idea. So I'd say the first thing is to be very clear, not just the owner, but also the team. And then the team needs to understand that they're experts compared to their customers or patients. Anyone who's worked, the rule of thumb is that anyone who's worked in a, in a business for um, three months or more is an expert compared to the customers. And again, back to the customers don't even know the questions to ask. If they're not relating, if they're not paying attention, what do they already know about the customer that just walked through the door or picked up the phone or even on email? What do you automatically know about this person based on your experience? And then what questions could you ask that would guide or pull out the information needed to make an effective recommendation? So it's, um, it's all about customers paying attention to their needs, value that, that the team are experts compared to the customers. And there's a piece in that. I find one of the big traps is that we all take for granted what we know and we assume everyone else in the world knows what we know. And that's why, you know, we assume that a patient would know to ask for a probiotic when they get an, anti an antibiotic prescribed or when they're picking it up. They don't know. And even if they heard it once, twice, 10 times in the past, they won't remember it today. If they haven't heard it in the last month, it's probably not top of mind and they likely won't remember it. So again, we know this because we do it day in, day out. They, it's, it's interacting with the patient. So for me, great experience. Now, there's a whole bunch, you know, that's kind of the foundation of, of interaction. But great experience is creating aligned experiences to the value of the business. And so it's for the team members to pay attention to um, how they do something the, what's the outcome or result they're creating based on how they do what they're responsible for in their role in the business? Um, are they creating an experience that's aligned with the value? 
I, I think, Shauna, just to pull this all together, I think the impact, we've gone from a local marketplace to a global marketplace, and I see the focus shifting again to local. It's like it all comes full circle. But it's understanding that there are new business rules. So um, I think we've gone from a focus on transactions to a focus on solutions, which is where UpSolutions is talking about. And we've gone from a, a focus of, um, sorry, sales to solutions and transactions to relationships. So you, if you're interacting in, this is your whole team, since for most businesses, if you have a team, your team are the one in direct contact with your customers every day. And so um, setting them up to win so that they're having those great interactions with your customers it's, it's for me, that's one of the most important profit centers in a business because that, that really um, uh, getting, having, having, I'll give you an example. This is a number of years ago. I decided to get a flat screen TV. I had one of those big box, you know, TVs and I decided to get a flat screen and I'd been watching them and they were coming down in price. And so I, I went out expecting to spend about, this is probably 10 years ago. I was expecting to spend about $400. And um, I, my rule of thumb, because I know I don't know what I need to know to make an effective decision, is I try to go to three different stores. And I was lucky enough that there was a, there was a locally owned um, stereo and TV store. And I had a great help there. So, and, and rather than just going and saying, well, what size do you want? Or, or these are the prices choose which one you're interested in, because that's mostly what I was getting in other stores and the big box stores. Somebody took the time and said, well, what do you like to watch on TV? Oh, well, I like to watch period pieces. And it, well, it turns out you want a different TV if you're watching sports or, you know, fast movement or, you know, playing games versus a drama. And then they asked how big was the room? And, um, and there was a couple of questions like that. In the end, I walked out of the store spending $1,200 for a home theater. The store team came and set it up for me so I didn't have to do anything. And it's a great story because I loved it. I felt good spending that money. And because I felt taken care of and then I ended up with a choice of what I really wanted. So, you know, that's a roundabout and a couple of different layers, uh, Sean, to your question. But for me, having a great customer experience is really taking care of the customer. You, you nailed it. I had an experience years ago um, in relation to that where my mom wanted a laptop. So she would bring my uncle who was, quote unquote, a techie and me being a techie and everything to, to, big, to Best Buy. And there's like, hey, and should they, they talk to the rep? My uncle was going off to these like really expensive computers and doing all this stuff. And then he was just talking to the Best Buy rep and the Best Buy rep was like, well, this is what we sell and this is the price and everything. And I just sat and I saw just the confusion of my mom. She's like, I don't know what to buy. And so I, I looked at her and I was like, I said, what do you want to do, mom? Do you just want to play games? She's like, I just want to like, what do you want to do with a computer? And she's like, I just want to play games and read emails and, you know, be on Facebook or whatever to respond to people. And I said, so, Okay then you need this computer. And she looked at it and it was a fraction of the price of mm -hmm. all these big computers, because it goes down to what, what are they going to actually use it for? What are they going to, what are the, what is the purpose of what they want out of it? Like they're coming to you for like the what of what they want. You're delivering the how 
of how to like, what is the product? How do we get there? How do we break down the questions in getting there? And so which leads me to my third question, as well as if you want to share a story that um, talks about in direct relation to your clients is how do you walk through clients? How do you walk clients through going from good to great customer experiences? Do you kind of like follow them? Because the reason why I asked this is because when you mentioned pharmacy, we've all been in pharmacies and we just get the drug and the transaction. But then at the end, when before they even ring it up, they're like, hey, do you want a consultation on any of this? But it's a very generic question versus like, oh, I see that you're taking this. Do you know that that might counter and be counterintuitive to other things that you're trying? Have you talked to this with your doctor? And so I don't know if you can go a little bit deeper into that as well as if you want to share a story on that. I think that that would be hitting the nail on the head for a lot of people in just different industries, really mm-hmm. listening to this of what's the level deeper. Sure. And, and um, it's interesting, Sean. So if you've had an experience with pharmacy, a chain pharmacy, CVS, Walgreens, Walmart versus an independent, first of all, I would always say go to an independent um, because they get to know their patients. They pay a time. They, that take the time, they do consults, they are proactive, they have great programs like synchronizing your meds, making life easier, you know, um, answering questions, taking the time. And, you know, pharmacy in the States in particular, in my opinion, is an unfair marketplace. So because there's insurance and pharmacy benefit manager layer, you know, a lot of the insurance are owned by the chains, <laughs> And the independent pharmacy literally has to report their patient data to their competitor. And then their competitor tries to go around telling the patient to go to mail order. And there's many layers. Um, uh, It's almost, unfortunately, it's almost to the point that for an independent pharmacy, if they're relying on prescriptions for revenue, they're going out of business because the reimbursement's negative. In other words, sometimes the reimbursement is less than the wholesale cost of the drug for the pharmacy, and that doesn't include the operating expenses. So independent pharmacies that are thriving have to create great experience and great outcomes for patients and give them a different reason to come to them. So I, I say all that because it really is a differentiator. It's why I've been working with independent pharmacy for so long. And these are really wonderful people. The people that become pharmacists and own a pharmacy and the team members who choose to work in pharmacy are doing it because they love people. They're committed to health and well-being for who they interact with. It's really just a great, uh, great industry that attracts really wonderful, um, caring people. So saying all that, um, I have an Upsolutions training program. You were looking for more of a process and um, I take team members through a 12-week program. I will say the first month is all about paying attention to who are the customers who are in pharmacy patients and understanding, starting to pay attention to what do you know about them? Like, how would you describe them? And what do you know based on your experience? I talk about customer communication, hearing the words, not just the message. Sorry, hearing the message, not just the words paying attention to what are they communicating that's important. Um, the second month is really paying it, uh, identifying how you create value, distinguishing between task 
and the result, how you do things matter. The difference between fault and problem, removing blame. And there are many things in any business that it's not the team's fault that something goes wrong, but if it impacts your customers and their experience, it is their problem. Um, front stage, backstage, just a way of looking at what do the customers experience and what should they never experience. On brand, off brand, are you enhancing the value of the business? Are you taking away from it with that experience? There, there are ways of thinking that team can really embrace. And then the third month, we pull it all together. Um, there's a recipe in the book, Absolutions, on that's just a simple four step so that the team are always paying attention to who are the customers, what do they know about them, what questions should we ask to help the customers make a good decision or a decision they're happy with. Um, so you're making a recommendation and why. And then how are you building that relationship? That every interaction, how are you building that as a relationship, not a transaction? Uh, and it's the positioning is how are you a trusted solution partner for your customers? That's for every team member. And the outcome, it's really interesting. Absolutely, the outcome should be measured in team retention, customer retention, revenue per customer, um, referrals. The thing that's the most fun though is watching the team light up. The customer outcomes and, and metrics follow when the teams lit up, when team members feel that they have a purpose, that every day they get to show up and have an impact, that what they do matters, they get to make a difference every single day, the interaction with each other, the energy they bring, um, the outcomes with customers are completely different. And so this is what lights me up. When you get to see a team, and it's an interesting piece because I only work with great teams. You know, if... Um, Every once in a while, I'll have somebody say, oh, Patty, you need to go work with this company. <laughs> you know, I just had this horrible experience. They're not going to hire me. If the owner doesn't place value and invest in their team, then they're not going to hire me. So I only actually get to work with um, uh, teams that are great because they're the ones that the owners are already investing in. And and so that's an interesting, it's an interesting piece. And watching watching teams really come alive, saying that I only get to work with great teams and yet they still step into this purpose-driven, you know, passion. And that's when a team is a hero and you really get to turn customers into raving fans. I love that. I love how you, that encapsulated your whole um, intro. I mean, and, and you hit upon something that a lot of companies are struggling with is very much, um, the professional services side, tech, whatever that may be, is that they have lost money, they have lost retention because they lost focus in on how to, where to focus in on, where to arm your, where to, where to align the revenue. And it comes down to the team. It doesn't count down that like to just push it on the customer and force things on the customer. It has to come with the team uh, deliberately figuring out where the focus and, and the, the lane is. So enough kind of like drilling questions and, and you, you shared a really great story of how you've broken, you broke down in 12 weeks, your process of this is how we do things. And this is the reason why we do things. And then here are the measurements um, as the end result. So this part of the episode is more about you, Patty, just behind the scenes. Like, why do you do what you do for work? And then what do you do as a hobby and for health wise, that may be in line with the pharmacies you work with, 
Um, or maybe in a way of how do you step away in order to recharge, in order to give your best self back into the company and into your, into your customers and your clients. Perfect. Well, um, I really do what I do. I, I started by saying I describe myself as a passionate advocate for locally owned businesses. That really is, it lights me up. Um, I, I just think they're the powerhouse in a community. And, um, um, again, if we want thriving communities, we have to have thriving businesses. It, it is hand in glove. The two go together. And it's interesting. I live in a small town and it's actually a village, not even a small town. It's a village. And we have a thriving, diverse local marketplace, all different, all different businesses, all independently owned. And it's so unique. It's such a wonderful place. In fact, a lot of people come here because of the uniqueness of the local business base. Um, but it, it's it's a dynamic community, and I think it's part a dynamic community because of the businesses have attracted people, and and so it's back back and forth. So that's that's a definitely um, what I do. I I really I really love working with entrepreneurial teams, and I honor and respect them because everyone in an entrepreneurial company is what I call on the court of life, right? Everyone is connected to the results of a business. And in a, in a larger corporation, like, you know, um, there's a, in Canada, we have this funny way of talking about Air Canada, right? It's uh, Air Canada's, their, their byline is, we're not happy until you're not happy. Even the customer service <laughs> team members don't feel like what they do makes any difference. And you come cross interactions with them like you know that, that that they just don't care so anyways that's that's kind of that's that's my driving force and I'm always looking for you know what are uh, shift points or what are ways to make it easier for the team members to understand the the purpose and power and impact that they have and bring the partnership in a in a business uh, so that everyone thrives uh, personally um, um, I have, uh, uh, I have lots of close family, lots of close friends and lots of animals in my life. <laughs> so one of my, one of my non-work passions are, uh, is horses. And I, you know, grew up riding horses and I still have a horse and I have a whole barn family. Um, and, uh, so that's, uh, what, what, when I'm not, uh, when I'm not deep in the business world, that's probably where you'll find, where you'll find me is at the barn. <laughs> Patty, I absolutely love that. I absolutely love horses too. <laughs> uh, they're majestic. I mean, they're bigger than you. They're majestic. They're so gentle. Like there's, there's a trust. Again, yeah. I think that you, you have found things in your life that you have gravitated towards and what you do, you're, you're, that was that's the value is you're building the trust within that the vehicle is just up solutions mm -hmm. um just le learning from you and so patty thank you for like breaking that down of great customer experience of local businesses drive you know local diversity and local thrive and, and growth within that but also how do you break down what are great customer experiences in the sense of not just force feeding and, and tools and and options but really dialing in on the experiences of what do these people want when they step through your door or read an email or whatever they do to interact. But the, the premises is not necessarily customer, but how do you facilitate and how do you help your team in order to help your customers? Mm -hmm. 
And so thank you so much for it. it you just have the embodiment of just a really great coach guide and, and, and author and help and just person that just loves to work with entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial teams because you get it and you get where we're building out these small microcosms of great communities in order to build a greater good. <laughs> so Patty, thank you so much for being on this episode. Sean, just an absolute pleasure. Thank you. And to all the Converge Coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap. <laughs>